0: Hi, friends. Welcome to Zen Inside, Thrive Outside, a podcast series designed to help you feel, well, a little bit more Zen inside so you can thrive outside professionally and personally. I'm your host, Sydney Detoy. I coach high-achieving millennial women to redefine their relationship with work and create fulfilling careers with just the right mix of ambition and value. I'm excited to share what I've learned from coaching over 50 women since 2019 and my own career success as a strategy consultant, chief of staff, and executive leader. Let's dive in. Hi, welcome back. I'm so glad to have you here for the second episode of this podcast. A quick reminder on what this podcast series is all about. I've created a short series of podcasts designed to give you new perspectives and a few real tools that you can apply to your day-to-day life. We're starting with a few episodes on our insides, how to reset our relationship with work, to pull back, to feel healthier so that we can feel more energized. And then we'll turn to our outsides and talk about how we can create a fulfilling career, one full of ambition, success, challenge, growth, balance, freedom, passions, whatever that fulfilling career means to you. If you're new here, please go back and start with the first episode, Millennial Women and Our Careers. It's complicated. Trust me, it'll be fun, and it'll set up some of the contents for this episode. So now into today's programming you're probably wondering, what is this thing that I've titled this episode? What is this I haven't done enough syndrome? You've heard of imposter syndrome, but you probably have not heard of that I haven't done enough syndrome. It's a variant on imposter syndrome. And let me tell you, it's really prevalent amongst high-achieving millennial women. Imposter syndrome is defined as the persistent inability to believe that your success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of your efforts or skills. It's usually talked about in the context of taking on a new leadership role, going for a promotion, or applying for a new job. If you're feeling imposter syndrome, it might manifest as worrying That your client or your team members don't think you know what you're doing. Or that you feel really underqualified for some new big stretch project or promotion, even if you meet all of the criteria on paper. You probably hear this voice at the back of your head saying, you don't know how to do this. They can see through you. They don't respect you. Or, you're going to fail. Suffice to say, imposter syndrome does not feel great. Neither does the I haven't done enough syndrome. This is the persistent worry that we, as high-achieving millennial women, have that we haven't done enough to prove our value, that we haven't worked hard enough or contributed enough. If you're feeling the... I haven't done enough syndrome. It likely manifests in sounds like this, and pay attention to which of these you hear or you feel on a regular basis. This is a favorite of one of my clients. If I can't be the smartest person in the room, I have to be the hardest worker. I have to prove myself with every new role or project. Every day starts at zero and I need to be at peak performance every single day. I have to look for extra credit. I have to figure out how to go above and beyond. I am wired to go above and beyond. There is no just meeting expectations in my book. You're probably focused on cranking through your to-do list as efficiently as possible really, really hyper-focused on getting those outputs, that production, that sheer volume of effort. So the I-haven't-done-enough syndrome also doesn't feel great. If you're in this mindset, you're probably always in motion. Don't feel like you can take a rest or even take a few moments to breathe. Or if you step back from work, you are probably still stressing about it, thinking about it at the back of your mind so you don't actually enjoy the time that you're away. You can't fully, fully appreciate those moments. Let's pause here for a few moments. Consider where the I haven't done enough syndrome comes up for you. What does it feel like when you're feeling this? What is the impact? As you're thinking about this, let me share a personal story. As you heard in the first episode, I'm all about productivity. Productivity is one of my core values. And if I if I wake up after 6.30 a.m., I feel guilty. Thanks to my parents who, you know, wake up with the sun at 5.45 every morning. So suffice to say, I also wrestle with the I haven't done enough syndrome. And it really came to a head for me a few summers ago. I was home at my parents' house and my mom and I made plans to cut out from work early to take a swim at the beach. So sounds fun, probably an indicator of having great balance, right? Not really. It was one of the more stressful beach trips I've ever taken in my life. I usually signed off from work between 6 30 and 7 p.m. My mom and I left for the beach around 5 30. That hour difference was so stressful for me. I kept responding to messages on Slack so it looked like I was present and sitting behind my desk and so I wasn't really present with my mom but what was really going on and what was the The most stressful about it was what was going on in my head. I kept running through this endless stream of thought like, am I setting a good example for my team? What if people found out that I wasn't working? Had I done enough today? Had I gotten my to-do list done? Had I remembered to respond to this thing? Had I really been thoughtful enough about this other project or this response? et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so I didn't really take a deep breath or really start enjoying this special trip to the beach until my normal workday was officially done. Let's talk about the, the fats, the objective fats here. So first of all, it was August. Everyone should be taking a few breathers in August. It's like a universal rule. If we were in Europe, our entire company would have been on holiday. And then second, I had been at this company for five years. I was an established leader. I had put in years of hard work, especially that year. And I should have been able to really trust that and be confident about it. But somehow, instead of trusting how much value I consistently created for this company, or appreciate that I could use or was deserving of a break, I fixated on this one hour of my five-year tenure. So I knew I had to get under this, figure out what was going on. So that I haven't done enough syndrome comes from three different dynamics. The first one we talked about in the last episode, which is this American dream condition. This mystique that we've been raised with about the American dream, which creates an expectation, a compulsion, and a drive, whatever you want to call it, to work as hard as possible. It's the thing that gives us a little hit of dopamine every time we're able to tell someone, oh, I'm busy, or I've just been so busy lately, work has been so busy. And it's the invisible effect that makes us feel like we haven't done enough if we're not working at this sustained level of really, really high effort. If we haven't done or created something with really tangible output, or if we for some reason feel like we haven't been productive enough within a day or a week. The second dynamic is our good drought condition. In some respects, I think there's a little second grade girl inside all of us wanting to please our teacher or to receive that check plus if we did well in our pop quiz. And it's the thing that keeps us wanting to do well, to strive for excellence, so that we get that little dopamine hit when we get praise or really positive feedback. But it's also the thing that makes us afraid to do anything but exceed expectations. It is the invisible effect that makes us feel like we haven't done enough if we haven't done that extra credit. If we haven't looked for ways to improve or optimize something or somehow just gone above and beyond. And then the last dynamic at play here is our self-worth. And self-worth is the belief that we are inherently valuable regardless of external markers or what other people think. I ardently believe that women everywhere can increase their self-worth, but that is a podcast series for a different day. And self-worth is fully only our experiences, our training, our unique perspective, and the value that that creates. It's trusting that we add value every single day without having to go above and beyond or really grind to show our value. So as you heard in my example, I was pretty much the opposite of self-worth a few summers ago. I was an executive at this company. I had five years of tenure. I had a team. I had my MBA. and I didn't trust or believe in any of that. I was stressed out about this placking out of work a single hour early and getting caught into this doom spiral of, I haven't done enough, And I know we've all been there at some point. So here's what we can do about it. Grab your pen and paper, or if you're out walking right now or driving, start taking some mental notes. The first thing I want you to do is write down all of the reasons you are enough. So, all of the experiences, the expertise, the training, your unique perspective, your unique qualities that you bring to your work on a day to day basis. At the top of your paper, write, I am enough, and then Write as many things as possible. Get to 20, get to 30 different reasons that you are enough. Take a deep breath in right now and really look at this list. Take it in. And I know you didn't fully finish it in 30 seconds, but hopefully it got you started. Which of these things are you not fully owning or appreciating on a daily basis? Why not? How does this list make you feel? What are you really proud of when you look at this list? Take another deep breath in, pick up your pen again, and define what enough means for you. So at the top of your paper, write, enough to me is, and then start writing. And the reason I'm having you do this is enough can sometimes be defined by your job description or the norms the ways of working at your job but usually it's not usually we have this sort of murky elusive moving target of enough that is more of a feeling versus a concrete definition and because it's this elusive thing we're always reaching for it and it's always this moving target and we hardly ever, ever feel like we get to enough. We never know if we have fully reached it. So we need our own really personal definition. Continue writing yours. And as you do, I want to share with you this example of one of my clients came up with. This is her statement of, I am enough. Enough is knowing that I'm always the sum of my skills, learnings, and experience, which grows with each lived day. This means I bring just as much to the table today as I did yesterday, plus a little bit more. She's fully, fully owning that. In each moment, each experience, she is bringing everything that she's learned over the past 15 years of her career and education into that moment to create value. Take a few more moments here to keep working on your definition. Take a deep breath in and out. Reread what you wrote. And ask yourself, how is this definition of enough different from how you spend your time today? How you operate at work today? Where are you doing more than you need to purely just to prove yourself? Where are you focused more on doing work that is about sheer output versus truly creating value? Where do you need to reset and really start doing things differently? So you now have these working definitions of all of the reasons you are enough right now in this moment built on the cumulative years and decades of experiences and perspectives that make you you and you know what enough means to you and so you know now when you will have done enough. My charge to you or my my suggestion to you is to write out these definitions and put them in a place where you can see them every single day. The simplest place to do this is to write it on a Post-it and put it on your monitor. Keep adding to these definitions, tweaking them over time. And my ask is that you commit to reading these definitions every single morning before you start work for the next three weeks. And when you read them, take a deep breath in and really allow yourself to absorb the definitions, the way that you've defined these things for you. See what shifts for you. My hope is that it's really going to help you be confident in the fact that you are enough. You don't have to hustle. You don't have to do the extra credit every single day because just by being there, you are adding value to your team, to your company, to these projects. You have your unique perspective, your unique education, your unique way of seeing the world, and you are bringing it to these opportunities. Send me a note. Let me know how it's going. Let me know what has changed for you, where you're getting stuck, where you need more support. Would love to come... Continued the conversation. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're more than enough. Until next time. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed and got some new perspectives, tips, and inspiration on how to feel more Zen inside. Stay tuned for the next mini series, which we'll dive into how to thrive outside, or how to create your dream career that feels fulfilling and has just the right mix of growth and balance. If you'd like to continue the conversation, I would love to connect. Join my newsletter, connect with me on LinkedIn, or send me a note. I'll drop links for everything in the show notes. And until next time, I hope you feel zen inside and thrive outside. Bye now.